Hi everyone, welcome to the next uh, Beck BC Shot of Ball podcast. This is an exit interview with Adam, who is uh, stepping down from the Shadow Board after being on it for four years. In fact, Adam was one of the first members of the Shadow Board. Uh, so thanks, Adam, for giving the time. So do you want to give a bit of introduction, just who you are and uh, what it is that you do now? Yes, thanks, Jason. Um, so as you say, I joined the Shadow Board in April 18, so just over... Well, it's that sort of four and a bit years now, um, so I've been on the whole time, but I joined um, as a small business owner. So I run Adam Media, as many people will know, um, which is a video production company. Um, we operate all over the county, sometimes further afield, but predominantly um, within Cumbria, servicing all sorts of different clients, sectors with video communications and media support, really. Um, so that's that's kind of me, but uh, BeckBC has always sat alongside that because obviously I've been a member of BeckBC in terms of a, a sort of paying member for longer than that, but then not to join the shadow board in April 18 to sort of further that involvement. Good. So when when you joined or when you applied to join, the shadow board didn't exist. So like it was just a, it was a new concept for the cluster and really probably one of the first shadow board led things for the region. So why why is it that you that you wanted to to join to join that? So I think again I'd already been a member of the of BeckBC for probably let's say uh, three years prior to joining. So I was fully aware of what BeckBC did. Had a lot of respect and knowledge about, about what they what they offered. Um, so when the shadow board was first uh, muted as an idea, I think possibly by John Granger or Ivan Baldwin, I'm not sure who at the time, when they first muted it as an idea, I thought it sounded great. I thought it sounded like um, the way the world's going, having that younger, fresh perspective on things that's sort of challenging those sort of more traditional boards uh, that are generally people more in their mid-career. Uh, I think that was a really exciting concept to have um as you say we, we were one of the more well one of the first shadow boards in the area as far as i'm aware even that term wasn't really particularly known when i was sort of joining um obviously since then we've had so we've had sellerfield with their next gen exec we've had cumbria lep with their forum um and we've had you know various other ones sort of springing up around the county um and the region so i think it was a sense of like trail trailblazing and seeing what it was all about but of course um, being based in Cumbria and having a business that's heavily involved in the local economy and and in the just the, in, in the sort of network of Cumbria, to be able to play your part of helping change things or influence or inputting ideas was also very exciting. Um, and as well as that, of course, you know, massive, massively developmental and um, good for sort of my own progress in terms of meeting more like-minded people or um, getting involved in different sort of discussions and just broadening that, that sort of knowledge that I had about, about the people of Cumbria and the sort of economic makeup. So from, from that, with all that sort of the things that you thought it would be, when you first joined, so maybe not from right now, but maybe that first 12 months or so, do you feel like it was what you expected it, it to be? Well, I think that's an interesting question in that the remit that was given to us by Ivan, really, who was ultimately sort of leading the uh, discussions early on, the remit was, what do you want your, your remit to be? So there was no terms of reference. There was no uh, themes in place. There was no sort of, this is the way it will work. It was, you guys are to be autonomous, although supported with us, supported by the main board where, where needed. Um, so go off and see what you want to make of it. And the early meetings were always in person. 
Uh, we often went over to North Lakes Hotel over at Penrith and it was a lot of sort of travel and we brought people from different parts of the country together, that sort of central point. And from there, we kind of fleshed out what we wanted it to be, looked at themes, looked at strengths of that that we had. Um, and it was only really through trialing those things, getting people's ideas, but importantly, also speaking to other people. So we, we had a series of sessions with um, sort of, you know, people that have done this sort of thing for a long time or had a lot of influence and they helped sort of steer our, our, our direction um, on, on what we did. And someone said, you know, you really have to have a terms of reference and, and work out a more formal structure to what you're doing. And that, that led to themes and, you know, policies and, you know, maximum terms and how long you can stay, all that sort of stuff, um, which was just not there. So in answer to the question, it, there was no set pre-idea about what it should be. So we were allowed to take it in our own direction, which I was very grateful of. Um, but obviously it's developed massively since that. And, you know, there's a number of changes um, that I've seen, which I'm sure I'll go into across yeah. the interview. So, yeah, so into those sort of what you've seen over the last, over the last four years, what would you say are your highlights? So that could be what projects or activities that the Shadow Board's done, but also any of the like changes in the board makeup and sort of the reputation of the Shadow Board and the cluster and, and what really have been those highlights for you? So in terms of the actual, like the stats as, as such, and obviously, you know, it's been going for about four and a half years or so. Um, there was a huge interest initially in the shadow board about people that were quite keen to join. The original group actually that got onto it was about eight people. But since then, with people leaving or moving roles or moving away, uh, we've now had about, I think it's about 20 to 25 members across those, those sort of four and a bit years. And with that, we've had three different chairs, obviously Charlotte, first of all, followed by Ruth and followed by you, Jason. So all, all of you, have, I've, I always say, all of you have brought something very different to the role and all just been brilliant in terms of like pushing forward the shadow board and taking us to new, new heights, new directions. So I've sort of liked sitting within that sort of leadership team. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, I had many, many members over the, over the years. Uh, and it's nice to see people progress through it and sort of, you know, almost um, they give their, their time to the shadow board, but they also get a lot back from it. And it's a sort of natural um, sort of symbiotic uh, relationship between between the two. Uh, in terms of in terms of uh, highlights, I mean, there's kind of three areas of, of things that I, that I think about with, with the um, with the shadow board. First one is sort of like stakeholders and site visits. So we had a number of inputs, as I say, from different people and different companies to help steer our, our, our kind of plans or help give us more experience. Um, and on this, the stakeholder front, we three that sort of spring to mind would be going to see the, uh, the cars board up in Carlisle, which is, which is brilliant, gave us some sort of like proper board experience. Uh, I was going to see Cumbria Lep as well over at Penrith uh, with Joe Lappin and some of their team talking about their plans and how we could sort of support some of their initiatives, particularly around retention and attraction of young people into the area. Um, and then latterly as well, we also uh, went to Sellafield to see the then CEO, uh, Paul Foster, who met with us and we had a full site tour to sort of understand what Sellafield was all about for people that hadn't been on the site before. So there were kind of three key stakeholder site visits areas. Um, the second one would be events, I think. So obviously we've had many events through the Shadow Board times. You know, we've done social evenings. Obviously we had AppFit that you led, Jason, which, you know, was great to be at. Um, and I think Global Reach, which, you know, Ruth obviously led brilliantly. I think that um, 
will stick in my mind as one of the, the great successes because of just how big it was and that impact it had bringing people from all over the world and and people still referencing it today you know even even last energy recently referencing that their, their first time over in the uk sort of properly making inroads with the nuclear sector was through global reach so that just shows the impact that it's had on on things and lastly of course is the podcasts which i which i initially led on and was happy to um as I say, take, a, take an interest in you know, speaking to people later in their careers, passing on advice, talking about their career stories, um, and just generally developing content that would help the next generation um, or people in their more early careers sort of time progress through further, which we had a, an initial great success with those. COVID came along and put them on pause, but they've now come back more virtually and we're kind of doing them in a more informal way. But uh, really good to see those coming out well. So that's Quite a lot of highlights in there, but I, as you can imagine, over four and a half years, there would be a lot of highlights. So that's yeah. me kind of condense it into a few minutes for you. No, that's good. And I think that sort of shows the breadth of stuff that not just the shadow ball, but as part of the wider cluster uh, is involved in. And, you know, a lot of pe maybe people looking in or uh, particularly people who maybe aren't active members of the cluster um, won't won't maybe see a lot or... or, or uh, reap the benefits of a lot of the stuff that the cluster does do and the shadow board is a fantastic way to get all that packaged into the young professionals um, and get that bit of a voice and also those opportunities and, and that exposure to a lot of a lot of things that happen particularly locally in Cumbria um, so with all that and, and you know four and a half years of experiences input discussions exposure you know relationship building do you think that that has um had a positive impact on on your career and i suppose the development of adam media definitely yes and um i mean there's there's no sort of career progression in the sense of, of promotions obviously that's not what happens as a small business owner but in terms of how much i've grown personally massive i would attribute quite a lot of my growth over the last four years to to the cluster, both in terms of being a member and obviously being a shadow board member. Um, so a huge amount of growth. I think the exposure it gives you and the sort of the, the knowledge and, and experience is, you know, is, is huge. So, so the answer is yes, it has. I, ha I can't say that I've gone from this level to this level because there's, there's no sort of measurable thing, but in terms of just how I feel, absolutely it has helped a lot. Good. So have you got any advice um, for anybody who's, who's sort of listened to all that and thought, you know what? I, I would love to join and in four years be able to speak as articulately as Adam of all the stuff that I've been involved in, all the growth that I've had personally, professionally or whatever. Have you got any advice for anyone, maybe for somebody who's coming from a micro business, maybe the owner of a micro business or they're involved or, or definitely of a small company, what, what would you sort of give them as advice? Yeah, I think it's important as well, actually, to ref to mention that about the cluster is made up of many different companies, you know, both huge tier one large companies in the sort of multi-million pound turnovers, right through to the sort of small, you know, tiny micro SMEs. Um, and it is nice to have that representation across the cluster and across the board and obviously the shadow board. So would definitely recommend other people that are at that sort of stage, that more sort of um, that smaller company size getting involved. My, my advice really is that um, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, today's world is all about promotion and is all about getting yourself out there. And, you know, you can deliver the best service and have like, the best team, but if you don't communicate it right, and if you don't, no one knows about it or doesn't want to buy into you, because ultimately you know, people are buying from people really, aren't they? If you don't, if people don't know about that, then that's going to sort of hamper or limit the growth. 
Um, so I think that just being confident, put yourself into situations that perhaps are quite uncomfortable. I would definitely agree that um, some of the early fluster meetings that I was part of, I didn't feel particularly comfortable or felt maybe a little bit out of my depth having not had that sort of um, board experience or or even even necessarily dealing with with peers that are you know the next sort of two three five years older than me so that was quite new but I think I'll just say um, apply no harm in applying even the application process you'll, you'll learn something from especially also the interview process and then if you do get onto the board whether it's been the first time or the second time around you are bound to see doors opening up in terms of just that that network and that sort of um, those opportunities will will come great well, thanks very much for that, Adam. I think you've articulated fantastically your time on the shadow board, and I'm sure anyone listening would really appreciate, you know, the, the depth of stuff that's available and also your input to you talk about all these highlights and stuff, but you have had a massive input into the cluster and the shadow board over the time that you've been on it. Um, so thank you. Thank you very much for that. Um, and I know you'll be thankful of the people who made it happen. You mentioned Ivan and, and, and things who, who have, sort of... yeah, that was that was obviously just um, the people that sort of were first around that mentioned the shadow board and sort of led the kind of like creation of that inaugural group of eight of us. Um, but but yeah, over the years, obviously, the, you know, Hazel supported that a lot in the in the early days as well with Ivan and and um, with John. Latterly, obviously, Diane's taken a huge role in that. But, but also we've had uh, you know one-to-one -one sessions with our two patrons over the years with John Fife, Professor John Fife, and then Marcia uh, Reed Fotheringham, um, and and you know the board membership as well have always been very kind and supportive. They've always you know whether it be informally or formally, they're happy to sit down and, and sort of support you and chat about things. And of course, you know those twenty or twenty-five fellow shadow board members, you know, have become a real team over the years. You know, good friendships have been formed in that. We have a an alive and kicking WhatsApp group, which is always buzzing away with various things. So I'm sure that'll continue. And uh, let's hope the socials continue as well um, mm -hmm. and keep keep the keep the good energy going. But yeah, I mean, I'm very thankful, very thankful for what the cluster has given me and the shadow board. But yeah, we definitely recommend others getting getting uh, involved, and hopefully that that sort of baton can be passed on to the next person. Great. Well, thank you again very much for that, Adam, and um, absolutely best of luck for everything you do in the future. Thanks, Jason.